0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Perfect Numbers, a podcast brought to you by Think Academy UK. Subscribe at thinkacademy.uk to gain exclusive access to premium online maths tuition enjoyed by over 4 million students worldwide. On today's episode, we'll be talking about nothing. Or perhaps I should say, zero. Have you ever thought about how zero means nothing? Imagine a zero in front of you. Draw it in the air if you like. That simple round shape truly revolutionized mathematics by being the symbol representing nothing. When we think about it nowadays, it seems intuitive that we have this symbol. However, zero is a relatively new concept in maths. For thousands of years, humans simply did not have a way of expressing the idea of nothing. So what actually is 0? It's a difficult question. If an alien landed on Earth, do you think you could explain to them what 0 means? If you couldn't, that's okay. People have always found this concept confusing. So let's delve into what 0 means for us in maths. 0 has two functions. The first is as a placeholder. What does it mean to be a placeholder? Well, placeholders are how we distinguish between small and large numbers. We know that 30 is bigger than 3, and in turn 300 is bigger than 30, for example. We know this because there are multiple zeros after the 3. The more zeros, the bigger the number. In the number one hundred and six, a zero is placed between the one and the six to indicate the absence of a value. This may seem like common sense, but for a lot of human history, people did not work with big enough numbers to require the use of zeros in this way. As human society advanced, we began to deal with larger amounts of things For example, more people were living together, all eating more food, and all trading more goods. As a result, maths became very important. Without an understanding of maths, and crucially, of zero, we would not have been able to understand the world around us, or keep track of what was going on in our society. So different civilizations began using the idea of a number as a placeholder. For example, we know that in ancient Egypt, three hooks were used in the same way that we use zero today to indicate larger numbers. Other societies used two slanted wedges, kind of like a forward slash on a computer keyboard. Others still simply left a blank space between their numbers. The round symbol that we recognise today as zero can be traced to an ancient Indian text known as the Bakshali manuscript, which was written as early as the 3rd century. That's about 1,700 years ago. In this manuscript, zero was written simply as a black dot. The use of this dot would spread across the world, eventually reaching Europe in around the 12th or 13th century, evolved into the hollow figure that we recognize as zero today. Before this, Europe still used Roman numerals as their number system, which you may still recognize today on old buildings and some clocks, for example. This system was incredibly inefficient as it did not allow people to count in large numbers like the zero system did. Over time, Roman numerals became less common and were replaced by the Hindu-Arabic numeral system. These are the numbers that are used in everyday life today all over the world. If you remember, we spoke earlier about how zero has two functions. The first, as we've discussed, is as a placeholder. Its second use is as a number in its own right. If I asked you to count to 10, which number would you start with? Was it 1? Most people would start at 1 because it is the first positive number. Zero functions as a number in its own right as the number in between positive and negative numbers. In other words, 0 lies between positive 1 and negative 1. Therefore, zero is neither a positive nor a negative number. However, zero is an even number. Part of the reason that zero did not exist for a long time is that people found it difficult to imagine nothing. The ancient Greeks, for example, often wondered, how can nothing be something? Similarly. The concept of negative numbers is even newer than the concept of zero. For many people, the thought of having less than nothing was entirely absurd. Indeed, when you really think about it, it is hard to wrap your head around the idea. Many people doubted the usefulness of zero. After all, four plus zero is still four and seven subtract zero is still seven. The first person to prove the value of zero was an Indian mathematician named Brahmagupta. He was the first to use zero as a number in its own right in addition, subtraction, and multiplication in the seventh century, about 1,300 years ago, and showed how zero is vital when working with decimals and fractions. You can learn more about why zero is so important with decimals and how to use them in Think Academy's online maths courses. One thing that Brahmagupta struggled with is what happens when you divide by zero. Imagine you have 10 slices of pizza and you need to divide them up between zero people. What's the answer? How many slices does nobody get? Is it still 10? Is it zero? Is it infinity? It just doesn't make much sense. The idea of division by zero still puzzles mathematicians to this day, although most agree that it is simply not possible. So, we have seen how the number zero is vital to our understanding of mathematics. But, as with all of maths, it's also so important to so many other areas of our life. Take computers, for example. The primary coding language for computers is binary, a number system that consists of only two numbers, zero and one. Therefore, the number zero is essential to almost all modern technology that we use every day. In fact, what you're listening to right now is actually just a complex series of zeros and ones arranged in such a way that you can understand my voice. How fascinating is that? So that was a short story about zero, its origins and development, and how it is still so important to us today. If you'd like to learn more about topics like this, subscribe to Think Academy UK and listen on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Think Academy offers premium online math tuition that is specifically designed and delivered to help students achieve better results in Key Stage 1, Key Stage 2, and SATS tests. To learn more about Think Academy's innovative edtech solutions, visit our website at thinkacademy.uk or follow us on social media at thinkacademyuk. See you next time.